you're on Texas Standard Time. No matter where you are, you're on Texas Standard Time. I'm David Brown, and we're so grateful you're spending a bit of your Wednesday, October 3rd with us. An odd story developing again over that handgun issued to former Dallas County Sheriff Lupe Valdez, the Democratic candidate in the Texas governor's race. You may recall that back in July, the Dallas Morning News broke the story that the pistol was supposed to have been turned back into the sheriff's department, but had gone missing. After the story broke, the gun was found in a caged area in the sheriff's department's property room, not a safe where it should have been. Now the department is opening a new investigation, this time into its mysterious reappearance. The interim sheriff says it's not clear how someone didn't see it in the cage, why there's only partial paperwork, and perhaps most curiously, why there are no fingerprints on the gun. So far, no comment from the Valdez campaign, but these are small arms indeed, considering the news being made by another Texan regarding an entirely different scale of weapon altogether. In a speech in Europe, Kay Bailey Hutchison, the former Texas senator who's now U.S. ambassador to NATO, has threatened to, quote, take out a new class of Russian missiles, which she says threatens both Europe and the future of a landmark nuclear arms deal, 1987's INF Treaty. That deal banned a whole category of nuclear weapons, specifically ground-launched missiles capable of striking targets at distances between 310 and 3,100 miles, and it was a breakthrough after years of work at denuclearization. Michael Mosser specializes in international relations at the University of Texas at Austin. Professor Mosser, welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, This seems like a very big deal indeed, not just the threat, but the underlying assertion itself that the Russians have violated one of the most important nuclear nonproliferation deals of the nuclear era. What exactly is it that the U.S. is accusing Russia of deploying? So essentially, uh, the United States, and, and to be clear, this is not just the Trump administration. The Obama administration had accused Russia of doing this very thing back in 2012 and then again in 2014. The United States is accusing Russia of deploying a particular kind of ground-launched cruise missile that has a range that is around uh, 4,000 kilometers, that is sort of easy to strike Europe in a very short amount of time, which is violating uh, this treaty called the Intermediate Nuclear Forces Treaty of 1987, specifically set up to ban these kinds of weapons. What's been uh, Russia's response? Russia's response is twofold. One, they say that um, they are not violating the treaty, that they haven't deployed missiles, that they may have been developing them, but they're doing it for their own purposes. Uh, And more importantly, from sort of an arms control perspective, they claim that the U.S. deployment of radars and ground-launched interceptor missiles to prevent um, sort of an attack on Europe, that these are themselves a violation of the INF Treaty. Well, let's try to parse Kay Bailey Hutchison's language here. Ambassador Hutchison said that the U.S. wants to find a diplomatic solution, but if the Russians don't remove this uh, weapon system, and here's the phrase people are picking up on, at that point we would be looking at the capability to take out a missile that could hit any of our countries. They are on notice. Is she suggesting a preemptive strike? She was very clear afterwards, uh, both via social media and then uh, in 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 in-person interviews, that she was not suggesting a preemptive strike. I think what she's most guilty of is using sort of very strong language that perhaps came out a bit looser than she wanted. But it certainly got everybody's attention. That kind of language, especially coming from sort of uh, the ambassador to NATO, implies that uh, we are losing patience, I suppose, is maybe the best way to put this. And when she said, you know, they are on notice, um, you know, that part I think she meant 
you know, pretty clearly. The take them out uh, language may have been in the heat of the moment. She, again, backed off from that very quickly after many people brought that up. Okay, well, then then let's back down ourselves. If not a preemptive strike, wouldn't the most likely scenario be for the U.S. to respond by deploying a similar intermediate-range system? I mean, you mentioned the, the, the radars and the defensive uh, systems that are yes. already in place, but are we not looking then at uh, the status quo ante? We, so there are two responses that the U.S. is likely to take. One uh, is to accelerate research and development of this type of uh, ground launch missile with this, with this medium range. And that, oddly enough, or maybe not oddly, but it's not, provi- not prohibited by the treaty. R&D is allowed. Deployment is, is illegal via the treaty, but R&D is allowed. So it's likely that we will accelerate research and development. The second and much more dangerous uh, possibility from the point of view of arms control is that we begin to unwind the treaty. Uh, you know, we are already accusing the Russians of being in violation of this. Uh, they are sort of, you know, uh, tit for tat saying we're in violation. We are already then, as you can tell, kind of delegitimizing the treaty. And if we take concrete actions to pull out of the treaty, that's a major cornerstone of arms control that will be shaky or, or perhaps even falling. Are there clear options for going forward or is it possible this just sort of goes away, fades away? How do you what do you see as the next step? Uh, well, the NATO defense ministers are meeting today, in fact, in Brussels, and the next step will be for this to be raised not just between bilaterally between the United States and Russia, but um, sort of multilaterally between NATO defense ministers, all 29 of them, and coming up with a unified position. I don't necessarily think it's going away. I don't think it's as big a deal as many people are, are making it out to be. We've been speaking with Professor Michael Mosser, who specializes in international relations at the University of Texas at Austin. Professor Mosser, thanks for joining us on The Standard. Thank you. Thank you. 